A Walk Among the Stars, The Monsters, The Paranormal, and Supernatural. Join your tour guides, Justin and Josh, on this cryptic journey through life and beyond. Welcome to It's Cryptic Out There. Get up. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of It's Cryptic Out There podcast. I am your host, Justin, alongside my co-host, Josh. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's uh, good. Yeah, Yeah. it's a good. It's a good. (laughs) It's a good. Yeah. Uh, It seems like... I don't know. It's like we've been out of it for like a few weeks, you know. Shoot, yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, lots been going on? Lots been it's so much. <laughs> yeah, so much. The you know it's just like a whole like left turn, right turn, left turn, right mm, turn. It's not like NASCAR, and we're remembering Dale Earnhardt today. Yes. On what would be, I think, his seventy-first birthday. That's what you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was not planned. I was yeah. just wearing the Dale Earnhardt shirt today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. It's crazy. Rep and Dale. Raise hail, praise Dale. I was trying to get that out. <laughs> I was going to get it the other way. We're filming on a Saturday. Yeah. Today. Doing this on a Saturday because yesterday we decided to sit down and watch Hellraiser for the Patreon. Yes. Um, what would what, you think of the movie? Oh, goo. Goo, yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. I probably said the word goo like 30 times. At least 30 that. times, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, like, I sit there and think about it. Out of all the other uh, horror movies that I've watched, like, you think of <clears throat> Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, you know, those, like, Hellraiser was just so different. Different, for sure. Very different. It's more like supernatural like there really was no villain you know mm. even the cenobites aren't the villain of that movie no they're not the main yeah, yeah like i don't really think that they did anything wrong mm. you know like that guy searched out the cube it's like if he you, did if the cube you, if you play with us then we're yeah. gonna play along yeah. yeah but you guys should definitely uh tune into that watch it with us yes or just listen along to hear our reactions yeah it's on the patreon um I thought it was a lot of fun, your reaction to it and everything. And if if people enjoy it, then we'll uh, continue doing watch-alongs. And if you want us to watch the entire Hellraiser series, we will. That's right. (laughs) We will. I definitely want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. I just love those. The first one especially is just so funny. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so over the top. The, the sequel's super funny. Oh, yeah. So much gay reference. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. <laughs> what were those movies back then? Wild hey, stuff. We love them, though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you have something big to announce. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so I said when we hit a thousand members, mm-hmm. I would get the the cryptic tattoo yeah and we're did, at 1200 now yeah <laughs> i did that yeah and got i got the tattoo 
I don't know. I, it's still bandaged right now. Yeah. But we can so, pop it up on yeah, the screen? Yeah, we'll pop it up on the screen. Three, two, one. So there you go. That was the tattoo. I think it's great. Yeah, well, you know, I sent a uh, shout out to David Wicks of Sabrosa Studio. Shout out. He, got, uh, he, he done my uh, razor tat on my hand. This will be the fourth tattoo he's done on me. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. so pretty psyched about that always yeah. love talking to him too. yeah he's a great guy yeah um but for the for the listeners you got it on your leg yeah 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 got it on my leg just because you know i don't know like i'm liking leg tats yeah you, you told me you want to like cover up your whole leg yeah i like the way that his arms look but mm-hmm. i'd like that on my leg yeah you know and it's nice it's big like it is big yeah yeah and that'll be my Third tattoo on that leg. Where's the... Oh, it's the thigh one? No, this would be the fourth tattoo on my leg, actually. Yeah. yeah. I got a grasshopper. That's right. The gingerbread man. Who did the gingerbread man? Uh, I don't know. It was a Friday the 13th deal. Oh, that's right. Actually, he was telling me, because he's my main tattoo artist. That's a guy who's you know done yeah majority of my tattoos, but he had open heart surgery, so he was out for a while. And oh, I think wow. the time that I got that done, yeah. he wasn't in the studio. Gosh, yeah. open heart surgery. Yeah, so. Good day. Yeah, but we had a good time. Yeah. He did. It was so quick, man. My appointment mm-hmm. was at 3. I got in the chair at 3.30. I was out of there by 4.30. That's wild. Yeah. That is and, wild. like, you think about it, like, he was, like, it wasn't 4.30, done, I'm out. It was, like, 4.15, or actually it was, like, 4, mm-hmm. let it dry for 15 minutes. They came in, did everything. Wow. And he really didn't have to do much, like, patch-up work either after. Yeah. There's just a couple. But let me tell you, the shin bone hurts. I bet so. I was sitting there, and it wasn't bad, but once he got to the shin bone, I was like, oh, I'm, God. this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get lightheaded? No. No. I do all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. I I genuinely, it was funny. I was like, my first thought was, what did I get myself into <laughs> when it first happened? Because it's been a very long time since I got a big mm-hmm. tattoo that needed like some time put into it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, worth it. How many tattoos do you have now? I think there's seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven. I think I have a lo- 11 or 12, 7-11. Yeah. We'll just go with 7-11. 7-11. 7 One of the two. Yeah. Well, he did it, guys. Mm-hmm. Finally did it, and it looks great. Are you yeah. going to do black and white, or are you going to do some color? He's going to send me two yeah. versions, yeah. One will be black and white, one will be color. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking color, mm-hmm. just because. It'd be neat. Yeah, I only have one color tattoo. So. Yeah. Same. Yeah, is it the? Yeah, it's the wolf. Yeah, that's what was mm-hmm. so funny. Now we both have a wolf tat. We're like, yeah, wolf brothers. Hey, it's because of the beast lives. That's right. Oh. I sent him the skull. I actually sent him the hoodies that we had, mm-hmm. and uh, which, if anybody would like a hoodie, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Um, but the hoodie, like the skull and everything, and I was like, but you know, I've been writing this story about a werewolf, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that would be cool. So, boom. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's neat because you told him ahead of time, so he had already, he had already done done it. Yeah, and it was funny. He's like cryptic cult. He's like, I saw under the hoodie it says "Good Cult." Do you want that on there? I was like, No, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not a good cult. <laughs> we were, we ride or die. This cult. <laughs> We've lied to you this entire time. <laughs> Sorry, Justin's mom. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, uh, I think it's great, and uh, I definitely want to get a tattoo now. I know, right now I want 30 more. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Seriously. Do y'all have any cool cryptic tattoos? I would love to see yeah. that. If you have, like, you know, cryptids, horror-themed, yeah. send them in. We'll probably, I'll probably post the picture in the yeah. group chat before the episode drops. Yeah. Or a little bit afterwards or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'd love to see anybody else's tattoos. That would be awesome. Got any cool. Any suggestions yeah, for us suggestions. to get? That'd be awesome. Hell. <laughs> I'm digging it, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, today we're doing another local story that happened back on January 21st, 2009. Yeah. And it takes place in Blacksburg. Mm-hmm. Like a lot do. Less than two years after the tech shooting. Yes. You know? Yes. And a little bit before the Caldwell Fields murders. Yeah. Which happened in August, I think, 25th of 2009. Uh, the Virginia Tech beheading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's what you call you it. You call it that? Yeah. I think that's the only beheading that's yeah. happened on campus. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were, shoot, eighth grade? Yeah. 7th, 8th grade? I think 7th, 8th grade. Right. Uh, when it happened, it was it was a big shock, but it was kind of left under the rug in a way. Yeah. Like, doing research on this, yes, they're, they're foreign, but there there's not a lot of, like, info about the people and about, you know, a lot of the details. But, luckily, we were able... To come in contact with somebody who yeah. was there that day. Would you my, like to? Explain? Yeah, my my boy, my coworker uh, Rob. He actually worked there. I think it may have been one of his like his first year. Mm. Working God, there. that would be awful. Yeah, first yeah. year working there, and that yeah, happens. Yeah, um, but he had told me the story a while ago, and then when he just took me through and walked me, I mean, it's just crazy. The building that it happened in, like the room, is a small room, you know, and. When we went up to, where was it, that, up Wolf Creek, um, where that car, like those two people were murdered. Yeah, uh, gosh, what is that road? It's just yeah. Wolf Creek Road, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like when we were there, and it's like, wow, you and we're driving up, and everything, and you're like, man, this is just kind of maybe how it was. Yeah, like, this is where it happened. Putting yourself into the situation. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking of walking down the same path that he walked down, you know, and just doing it. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel the energy when you were there? I mean, you know, was, I didn't really feel anything. Yeah. Just because so much has changed, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure, over the years. I remember when we went to the, down at Wolf Creek in uh, Narrows, definitely felt like... Eerie. Yeah. Like, Eerie. God, something really did happen here. Yeah, and to... Like, Especially the Caldwell Fields when I went to Caldwell Fields too. We need to go back. We, we need do. to go there. We I do. don't think I'm. I don't think I've been there. No, we'll have to do maybe like a uh, revisiting episode or something mm-hmm. like that because it's still you know still unsolved. Open, yeah. yeah, unsolved. Yeah. Well, we will discuss what we have about the story, and Josh was able to interview his friend, and. He gives us some, you know, details on what he saw and 
uh, his experience of being there. Yeah, experience you know, of yeah. what it was. Absolutely. Uh, so let's go ahead and just talk about the individuals. On January eighth, two thousand nine, Sin Yang from uh, Beijing arrived to Virginia Tech in Blacksburg to study for a master's degree in accounting. Uh, Sin Yang went to social events with other international students and had settled in and started making friends. Yang was described as a sweet young woman. Uh, she was 22 years old, and she was she was a graduate student from Beijing, China. Um, in accounting in the Pamplin College of Business, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, and. She was a resident of the Graduate Life Center. Which is where, you know, only graduates, international students yeah. are going to stay. Right, right. So, I have this article, uh, Fox News, because, I mean, this is probably the best one that I could find that has enough. Also, if you think about it, I know this might sound crazy, yeah. but, like, since it's 2009 and two years before it's the school shooting... I'm sure media would want to suppress it, or like yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, or not yeah. media, but just like anyone mm -hmm. involved would not want it to be a thing. But also, like, just imagine if that happened now. Mm -hmm. Someone probably in that room could have filmed the entire thing. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think. I remember when the Parkland shooting was happened, happening. Yeah. In the midst of it happening, and yeah. there were these kids posting videos in their school classrooms of them huddled up and just hearing the gunshots Jesus. and shit. Yeah. You know, that's the that those are the times we're living in now, you know. Right. And well, I mean, I mean the Ukraine war, you got Russians on TikTok. Not only I mean Ukrainians, yeah, well, man. Ukrainians, like yeah. you go on Reddit and you could you could go on Reddit just innocently mm -hmm. and not even be looking for anything and you could watch a fucking drone strike. That's Instagram now too. Yeah, yeah. You Instagram's could just insane see that. right now. And it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, going back to, you know, this story being overshadowed because of the tech shooting, I mean, that's the big theory on the Caldwell Fields that it never got solved because a lot of people were just like, nobody spoke up. Like, the community had, didn't really speak up about it and, like, gave support for the investigation or mm -hmm. whatever. That's just a theory, but I mean, it, yeah. it makes sense. Everybody was so like trauma, like just wore out. Yeah, you know for sure. I can't do this. Yeah, you know, not another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't emotionally invest more time. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because people will talk about well, you can watch these documentaries and these murders and everything, and it's just different i mean think about all the unsolved murders that we've talked about yeah in just our area mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i mean that's not great and plus just all the murders that yeah have been right uh discovered i mean just crazy experience absolutely you know? yeah so this article virginia tech student decapitated with kitchen knife by attackers she knew Blacksburg, Virginia, alone and in a new country, graduate student Sin Yang reached out to the other Chinese students at Virginia Tech when she arrived two weeks ago, this is like old article, trying to establish her life on campus. She went to social events 
with international students, got in touch with the campus center that works to help them adjust and appeared to be making friends as she settled into her accounting program. Those who had met her her said uh, that she was, you know, a sweet person. But one of the friendships may have led to her death. Police say she was decapitated with a kitchen knife while having coffee with a Chinese doctoral student in a campus cafe Wednesday night. The killing stunned a campus that still had vivid memories of the mass slayings in April 2007 when a student gunman shot 32 people and then took his own life. The stabbing was the first slaying on campus since then. Quote, an act of violence like this brings back memories of April 16th. Now, I kind of don't like that comment because that kind of like, it just goes back to the mass shooting. Like, yeah, this like, is this story. But I could also see how people are so, not to give Fox News a ton of credit. <laughs> and I, that's not like a political thing. That's just all media is terrible. Right. But uh, I think you could see a terrible event in any area and be like all right like the last time we had to deal with this like the caldwell fields Mm -hmm. like am i going to get behind an investigation do i really want to invest emotionally in something that like we just had the worst shooting ever happen ever here yeah you know at that time yeah so anything else that surrounded that i think people would just be like well shit like 32 people i mean you could become desensitized yeah you know yeah. to to stuff like that you could just it wasn't like what it was you know right and it could bring people back to that mm-hmm. time and they're just like nope right i don't want to deal with that right right it appeared yang had met her accused attacker 25 year old hing yang su of ningbo china zu a doctoral student in agricultural and applied economics had been assisting her in adjusting to life at Tech, something something the 500 Chinese students often do for new members in their community, she said. They both attended functions for international students, she said. Now, I always heard that they knew each other back in China, and they were planning to get married. Yeah, a lot of people said it was an arranged marriage. Yeah. Yeah, which also, in 2009, you know, might yeah. just not... might just think that it's that right you know right or something it, it but but just to clear the air it was not that yeah not they just met on campus yeah and had interactions mm-hmm. but i mean that was news to me because i thought they knew each other they came over they well i think that's the story i think yeah. everybody knows it as that yeah i mean even my i think in the interview mm-hmm. you know he talks about uh rob talks about that being right i think how it is gotcha that's nice to know yeah Sure. Um, let's see. Quote, she was a very sweet young woman, she said. He was known as a polite young man. Though they apparently didn't know each other well, school records listed Zoo as one of her emergency contacts. Wow. That may have been because Yang knew few people on campus. Okay. Quote, as best as we know, she made a fair number of friends, but only in the last week. What led to the attack is also a mystery. About seven other people who were in the coffee shop told police that there 
that the two hadn't been arguing before the attack said there hadn't been previous signs of trouble between them. Investigators have said a court for permission to search Zeus' cell phone, computer records, and diaries. Man, I wonder what the diary said. Yeah. I can only imagine. Um, they hope the phone, computer, and other records they're seeking will give them clues about what might have led to the attack. Police received two 911 calls shortly after 7 p.m. Wednesday and were on the scene in a little more than a minute to take Zoo into custody. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech Police Chief Wendell Flincham said, Zoo was charged with first-degree murder and was being held without bond at the Montgomery County Jail. His attorney, Stephanie Cox, did not return a call seeking comment Thursday. Classes were held as usual Thursday, and the sprawling 2,600-acre campus appeared normal with students skateboarding, talking on cell phones, and chatting with friends. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just another day. Yeah, but like if you think about it, in a big city, how many yeah. people get murdered every day? Yeah. You know? This is this is thirty thousand people we're talking about. Right. Especially in two thousand nine. Now yeah. it's like forty some thousand people. Yeah. You know? But, I guess the way it happened. Yeah. Kind of I'm like I mean, her head was cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Tasha Lockhart, a sophomore from Ocean City, uh, went to her biology class in a graduate life center auditorium Thursday afternoon. She said she felt a little bit wary. Her instructor told students to be aware of exits that were away from the main entrance in class of trouble, she said. After the arrest, a campus alert system put in place after the mass shootings by Sung Hung Cho in 2007 sent out, text mes sent out messages to 30,000 subscribers by email, text messages, and telephone voicemails Wednesday night, University spokesman Larry Hinkler said. Uh, because a suspect was in custody, the messages were sent out as notifications rather than as emergency alerts, he said. He said 60,000 messages were sent in about a half hour. Which, like, I've worked at Tech for five years or so, and the the response, like, when there was that shooting in downtown Blacksburg, yeah. like, they put a shelter in place, and mm. I got an email, you know, and they send out emails every time there's a sexual assault on campus mm. or anything like that. Right. And there's those uh, emergency boxes, you know. Yeah, like yeah, Everywhere, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and the response time, a minute? That ain't bad. But the police bad. station is, like, right there. Right there. Yeah. The school offered counseling to students, faculty, and staff, and officials contacted students who were injured in the mass shootings as well as the families of victims. It was a very re-traumatizing kind of experience, said Debbie Day, director of the Office of Recovery and Support. Well, I'm sure for her, you know, like, yeah. oh, my God, you go yeah. into crisis. I mean, if that's your first crisis after they hadn't had a student die or nothing, mm -hmm. and then to die in such a traumatic fashion. Uh, yeah. You know? Right. So that's basically all I could find. Yeah. I mean, the whole marriage thing, um, <clears throat> if that's true, then this article had, it was unaware of that. Yeah. But I don't think they were, they didn't even know each other. That's how it makes it out to be. Plus, yeah. people, I feel like, how would you withhold that information right. for so long? Yeah. You know, after going to all these events, you know, you would think, mm -hmm. 
that would be relayed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, while doing a little more research while looking at this, um, Nicole Irvine from the Virginia Tech Police Department said she saw Yang's body lying on the ground and Zhu walking towards her with Yang's head in his hand. When the police ordered Zhu to put his hands in the air, he dropped the head to the ground. Irvine found a kitchen knife on the cafe table, and Zhu told her that he had a hammer and more knives in his backpack. Oh, wow. Corey Cox was a cafe worker who witnessed the attack. Cox said that Zhu lunged at Yang and cut her head off with a knife. Zhu was on top of Yang, and while he was cutting off her head, Zhu was staring at Yang with a blank, determined look on his face. Cox hid behind the counter and called 911 while his manager and the other customers fled from the shop. Seven other cafe workers informed the police that Zhu and Yang were not arguing before the attack. Mm. Investigators asked to search Zhu's phone, computer, and diaries for clues on the attack. Um, Kim Bessiker, the director of the Cranwell International Center, said that Zhu had only recently met Yang, and Zhu was listed as one of Miss Yang's emergency contacts. Yep. Uh, Zhu's landlord, Will Seeger, said that Zhu behaved strangely and belligerently. For example, Zhu rented an apartment with two other people. One time, Zhu refused to turn up the heat in his apartment, which caused the pipes to freeze and break. <laughs> Seeger then installed a thermostat, but Zhu then shut down the heater. Virginia Tech, oh, yeah, the um, security notification. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosecutors described Zhu as obsessed and jilted. Gotcha. Zhu was charged with first-degree murder. And sentenced on April 19th, 2010. Yeah. Three days after the anniversary of the tax shooting. Wow. Wow. Uh, Montgomery County Judge Gino Williams certified the murder charges against Zhu. In December 2009, the plea hearing was held in Christiansburg. In April 10th, 20, April 2010, Montgomery County can't speak. In April 2010, Montgomery Circuit Judge Robert Turk sentenced Zhu Haiyang to life imprisonment without parole. Mm-hmm. Attorney Brad Finch described Zhu's murder as extremely brutal and, were ple- and was pleased that Turk sentenced Zhu, Zhu to life in prison. In prison, Zhu wrote a letter saying that Yang's rejecting him forced him to kill her as Zhu loved her so much. God. So, crime I, of passion. I just wonder how his diaries were. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the tech shooter, he had diaries, and they were very, very graphic. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, he was probably just that right there, mm-hmm. talking about a crime of passion. Man, this is one of those stories that I didn't know. Like all we knew was all oh, uh, arranged marriage, but yeah, no, just a crime of passion. Right. Right. You know, and the fact that he just walked up in public. Yeah. God. Lunged at her and cut her head off. God. Yeah. Crazy. And that's what's crazy. I think I should. I sent you that picture of that hallway, right? Yes. So, if we flash that up. Yeah. Boom right now um standing in that hallway the way those pipes are it's almost to the top of my head oh wow so it's a really small condensed hallway Mm -hmm. so my buddy was standing there when he heard the scream and he was like what is that and he took me down this hallway showed me everything and there's this little door and what's crazy is when he comes out of this door it just takes you to the front where he walked out with the girl's head. Mm. And that's what he saw. And God. the cop showing up. Jeez. Yeah. Was he alone in the hallway? Yeah. With him? Yeah, he was... Pu- no, he wasn't in okay. the hallway with him. No. Okay, gotcha. He was pushing dough. Gotcha. Like pizza dough down this hallway to take it. But, yeah. Gotcha. Wow. God. Mm-hmm. Well, we have 
the conversation between Josh and his friend. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play it, and then we will come back. So, here we go. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm here with my really good friend, Rob, who also just happens to be my coworker. Very lucky for that. Um, he had the absolute misfortune of working when the tech student had her head cut off. Decapitated, for sure. Decapitated. So, Rob, why don't you just... Also, if you hear anything in the background, we're currently at work, so you might hear some stuff and all that. But Rob, if you just want to tell us what what you were doing at that moment, like just a little bit leading up to it and everything. and So, Donaldson Brown, the Graduate Life Center, is an old hotel converted into dormitories for graduate students going for doctor degrees and things of that nature. Um, I was in the kitchen area in the back making pizza dough for Sabaro. And the way that it works is Squires is a separate building where the actual Sabaro is, but you made the dough in another building, Donaldson Brown. After I make the dough, I had to push it, entire stack, from one building to the other in this very creepy back hallway. I go to start pushing dough down the hallway, and I just hear horrific screaming and a bunch of yelling. I turn around, and some of the co-workers that I worked with were fleeing, running, everyone's screaming, not really sure what's going on. And I decide to go walk out into the shop area, and I barely catch a glimpse of it, but I see the gentleman who cut the head off of his lady. He's holding her head in one hand and a knife in the other as he's leaving the building. And before I could even process what had happened, the Virginia Tech police were there, though. It's not far from the police station, but the fact that they made it there before the guy exited the building was outrageous. Yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive, yeah. Kudos to those guys, no joke. We went there after uh, on a a work field trip where he took me through the back of everything, and you said that even now there's still some... Right, in the shop. um, I mean, you can go in there right now, but... He, she was getting macaroni and cheese out of a soup well. And while she was doing that, unbeknownst to her, her ex-boyfriend at the time came up and cut her head off with a kitchen knife he had bought from Kroger. Nothing special, just yeah. like a dull Kroger kitchen knife. And I did not see this part, but they said he had to saw for quite some time. And there was blood sprayed across the ceiling tiles like all the way in a circle and it was just it's crazy and if you go in there now you can still look up at the ceiling and you can see the blood splatters in there and the whole place was cut down they had a had a hazmat team come in wall it off throw things away but they just didn't replace the ceiling tiles i suppose and i know me and tom fong one of my other co-workers were put in charge of cleaning up everything afterwards and we just went in there and threw everything away and at that time, though, they'd already ripped all the carpets and everything out of the building. But it was just a crazy experience. Um, it just happened so fast. I can't explain to y'all how fast it happened. I, I'm, I'm not sure the total time on the thing, but I would be surprised if the entire thing lasted more than five minutes. Yeah, something that probably felt like hours. Yeah, but it felt like, yes. Minutes. It just. felt like forever. And at the time, I remember I went home and called my grandfather just because I, 
I didn't even know what to do. Like, You're in shock. 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 Yeah, yeah, absolute shock. shock. Such a traumatic experience. Right. Yeah. And it, from what I understand now, it's all because that they were in an arranged marriage overseas. Yeah. And she came back. She came here and realized that life didn't have to be that way, and she called it off here. Yeah. And he just said, no way. That's what we're trying to do in this episode is actually see if there was anything written about it. I don't remember anything in the news or anything um, like that. I know that they had him on the news because he they were China was trying to get him extradited. Oh, we wow. had to get him kept here. Yeah, um, and I don't know if I even should have said China. I'm not we, sure. We gonna figure it out. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I know that they were trying to get him taken out so that they couldn't charge him, and uh, because I guess I mean he they, probably had a, he was probably over here on a school visa. Right, they know? both were. Yeah, they were both over here on school visas. Yeah, yeah. and most of the time if you live in that specific building you're probably over here on school visa right right but sweet well thanks rob we appreciate it and yeah we'll get back to the tuning of course justin justin we love you love you justin justin hot dog good hot dog good (laughs) all right we are back uh Thanks, Rob, again for yeah, man. You know, going back in hot time. Hot dog and, good. Yeah, going back. Yeah, hot dog good. Yeah, that's just a thing between me and some coworkers. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you, you know, taking time to go back in time and discuss what you saw. I mean, over 10 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I'm sure he would never forget that, though. Right, yeah. It's like 14 years ago. Right, yeah, yeah. Dang. Um. He said in a matter of like five minutes, it was like quick. I think it's less than five minutes. Yeah, I mean the police department's literally right there. Right. I mean the response was like a minute. Yeah, you know he heard he heard screaming he from the like, time that on? he was sitting in that hallway to getting to that door. Mm-hmm. It probably taking about a minute. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and you 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 hear him saying that the whole arranged marriage thing. I mean, like that's what he thought mm-hmm. so as well. Uh, well, and I think in two thousand nine, you think about the ability to look at whatever you want to look at, mm-hmm. you know, going on and just looking stuff up. Yeah. It was before like, is this fake news? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Or people just like, people weren't invested like they are now, Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. things like this. It was yeah. just different time. Um, and that I know we were kids and everything, but just the access to information is yeah. not the way that it is. No, now. it is not. So it is not, you know, but very interesting to see, you know, that's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. There's what everyone thinks, and then there's what is. What is. You know? Right. And we were able to figure it out. Figure it out, mm-hmm. yes. But, you know, like, just the unfortunate truth that we have ultimately figured out on this podcast is that if people love someone and they're crazy, they'll fucking kill them. Yeah. 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 They'll fucking kill him. God. We'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the truth. Though, it bro. is. It's it is. It is. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the story in a nutshell, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Very, very disturbing. Uh, especially that it's so local. Um. But glad that we were able to confirm a lot of things and. We're able to get somebody to get to the bottom of it. Get get to the bottom of yeah. it, and somebody actually experiencing that day. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, thanks, Rob, once again. Love uh, you, Rob. Yeah, shout out. Uh, we appreciate it, and I'm sure everybody else appreciates it. Uh, if anybody was there, yeah, you know, if you have a personal experience involving this, let us know. Yeah, you know, love to put more pieces to the puzzle. Cryptic hotline five four zero three five eight one five eight three. Leave a voicemail or text. You can hit us up on maybe Messenger. Yep. You know, all of our socials, all of our socials, everything. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, join the cryptic cult. Yes. If you want to get tatted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're like a Die Hard fan. Yeah. I sent my mom the tattoo and she's like, I'm going to get that. She said, I want to get the cryptic cult with a skull. Nice. So that's what I want to get. Nice. Do it. Hell Do it. yeah. Don't like, forget to watch Patreon. Yes. Yeah. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. It, is, it should be up now. If you want to watch Goo Man, the Goo Man group. Yeah. And our, you know, reaction to all of yeah, it. Yeah. We drank a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Definitely <laughs> under the influence definitely it was a good time <laughs> or justin by the end of it i was done so yeah he was I probably mid I, mid movie i was done yeah, yeah i was just hanging in there i was worried i was like if this movie sucks this is gonna be unbearable <laughs> but there were i go on a rant about sluts you know like yeah. there's a whole <laughs> yeah the slut rant yeah there's there's gems <laughs> just in it so <laughs> you were so serious by my reactions you can be a slot. <laughs> you can be, if that's what you want. Uh, <laughs> God. But just some of my reactions, just like... Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Even though I've watched about like seven times, I still forget some stuff. But yeah, well, thanks everybody for tuning in for this episode. Um, Josh? Yeah. Thanks for being on. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm glad you finally got the tattoo. Me too. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Um, thanks again, David. And Sabrosa. Sabrosa, I've been going yeah. there since they opened, man. Same. Uh, I remember I remember when they only had like two chairs in there. Oh, the really? place was barren. That's when I first, that's when David first did, I want to say maybe my calf tattoo mm-hmm. was the first one he did. But um, yeah. Most of my tattoos are from there. Sabrosa is just a great studio. Yeah, great studio. for sure. They remodeled too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I walked in there. I was like, "This is different." You know how you gotta <laughs> fill something out. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, "Have you been here before?" I was like, "Yeah, I've been here a whole bunch of times." She's like, "Have you filled this out?" I was like, "Yeah, I filled this out a whole bunch of times." You, you still like, had to? Oh yeah, yeah. I had to fill it out again. Same. And I looked at her and I said, "Really?" And she said, "Yeah, I know." I was like, "Okay, okay. I've been coming here for like eight years." But yeah. Whatever. <laughs> a regular. Yeah regular all right well thanks everybody for listening and watching we appreciate you yes and lastly watch back it's cryptic out there I can get you